Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We are excited to be here today with South African-born producer, DJ and label owner Leanne Roberts, who's living in Amsterdam today. Leanne is known for being inspired by the energy of her all-time favorites, Jimi Hendrix and Nirvana, and she's known to stir a pot of past, present, futuristic techno influences in her sets. In our conversation, we speak about when she first felt that she had this decided to take a serious step into her music career, her decision on going sober and why that happened, as well as why she's decided to not talk about her past modeling career and why this is a sexist problem. Let's go. I am Amanda and this is Playful Podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks. I now I feel like whew, I can never say things two times, but we are really oh. excited to have you here. I've said it two times now, three times. <laughs> this is recording. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you finally after all these months. Yes, yeah. so good. Okay, I'm going to just dive right in because we're excited to get to know you even better. Many of us. <laughs> so if you would describe yourself using three words, what would they be? Persistence, mm-hmm. punctual. Aye. <laughs> even better than punctual. <laughs> Playful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. PPP. <laughs> PPP. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Did you Sorry, thought... my mind is a bit foggy today. <laughs> Did you thought about that before? No. PPP. Because it's play, but then it's... No. <laughs> do you think I was rehearsing? Some people do. Oh, I told it... you I didn't look at the question. Actually, right? this is also a personal trait yeah. of yours, I guess. Spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. No? I think it's better because... If it's like structured, then I, like I get nervous. I'd rather just maybe something silly comes out, but then it's fine. It's you know? like, but it's also playful. Like, but that actually makes sense. It's playful magazine. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I connect with that. I vibe. But yeah, but okay. So okay, I'm. But you didn't look at the questions beforehand, which also mm-hmm. says something about that you wanted to just be spontaneous mm-hmm. and fun, and like you want to be surprised, maybe. Yeah, I yeah. think I think I work. I think it's just 
more natural, I feel mm. like otherwise I'm going to be like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I normally, to be honest, like usually I do. But for this one, uh, I think I looked at the first two and then I didn't. I am definitely, oh, I'm in the middle, actually. I enjoy to be surprised, but like still. Uh, but also like in person, it's different like if you're doing like a like an online interview, right? But like in person, I feel like you, I, like I feel of energy mm. normally. So like, whatever, like it will just naturally snowball, I think. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But if we because you are from South Africa. Yeah. And if you would if you go back and look at who you were as a teenager, uh who are you? As a teenager. Yeah. A brat. You were a brat? <laughs> yeah. Were you a rebellious? Rebellious. Brat? Just naughty. But I think like I think a good naughty, you know, more like um yeah, rebellious, but very loud. Um, just like the wild child, you know, hmm. uh, always in trouble, but I, like, I always look back and I'm always like, you know, I think it was like, I don't regret it. Cause I had so much fun, you know, like <laughs> they put me like in the A class so I could be like quiet and I'd still just be me. You know, even my teachers <laughs> back in the day, they always like write me like under the table notes, like saying like cute little things. Cause I think they kind of, I don't know enjoyed us in a weird way (laughs) they were charmed maybe (laughs) you know no but I mean you have this energy that is very charming you know you can see that there's nothing mean about you Oh, thank you. No. You have never been a bullier. No, no, no. Exactly. No, 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 no. No, no, not like that naughty. Like just like, I don't know, fun naughty. Yeah, exactly. That's that's fire. You only live once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I don't actually know, but I was always in trouble, but like just like, just like kid things, you know. But as a kid, like I was also very artistic. You know, I loved art. I was actually, yeah, I used to um, paint and I was really good at art. Um, what else? What in what kind of way? Just give me like a yeah, example. no, exactly like, what you're saying. As a kid, like there's so many different things, right? Yeah, exactly like, like this. But I mean, yeah, because uh, were you the you had a lot of friends and you were had easy for the social things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In school, I was yeah, I was very social. Always go, obviously, I was going out at quite a young age. Also, like. To clubs and stuff, yeah. um, sneaking out and all that. But yeah. um, you liked having fun. Yeah, yeah. But my mom also allowed it. Like she knew. Like, but because I was doing so well in school, she allowed me to like just be me. You know, which is also I think was a was a was a good thing. You know, I think sometimes parents, you know, they try and make their kids. Well, they you know you do this, you must do this, you must be this, you know, and I feel like my mom just let me be me. And that could have turned out bad, you know, because sometimes you just let a kid go run wild. You never know what can happen, but it actually, I think works in my advantage because I was able to become me. And, and I feel, yeah, I think that's just so important. And I see a lot of people now, I see what I've seen in like, um, I don't know, online and stuff, how people are now, parents are now kind of letting their kids decide who they want to be and you know and I think that's quite important I don't know why I just, yeah did I, did I answer the question yeah sometimes my brain just yeah, yeah don't worry <laughs> no, no no you don't have to okay you just go like the answers are going to be perfect whatever you answer like I promise you okay but um so your your parents always let they didn't have any pressure for you to do a certain job or you know like they were just seeing where you flowed yeah my mom yeah I just 
there was no pressure kind mm. of like obviously my mom's side was she like my dad didn't know anything what I was doing but my mom always knew but she'd always um she would always let me yeah she just I think she just trusted me which was also like further further down the line I was kind of like you know I like obviously broke her trust because some little thing she'd ask me oh where were you and I would like tell a little white lie but she like fully fully like trusted me which is quite crazy because mm. I was so wild. <laughs> I'm like, really? You sure? <laughs> um, but like, I don't like, I just feel like also because I grew up where I grew up, I think, you know, it's, it was like kind of tough and I feel just everything, all these experiences just mold you into your, who you are. Like, and I think can bring um, positive, I mean, good. What's the word? Um can contribute in a good way and mm. also negative, right? Yeah. In, in different, in different like uh, personality traits, if you if you may call it. Um, but yeah, I definitely think. You were also on a farm. On a farm? No, you had a lot of animals. Oh yes, how do you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> on a farm, it was like yes, it was like it was like an animal farm. They used to, you know, do you know that song like. Um, Old MacDonald had a farm. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to sing like, oh, Mac and had a farm. And like my parents would like bring like this geese to school and it would run around the classroom and bite all the children. <laughs> it was so wild. But um, no, we just had, we had a, obviously we had property, but yeah, it wasn't an actual farm, but it was like, yeah, we had a whole bunch of different animals. Crazy. My mother was very, uh, yeah, my mom was, loved animals. She like gave her whole, all her time to, to them. So, yeah. It was very, very fun, very cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then how how did your uh, musical journey get shaped? Like, where did you start getting into music? I would say all my life, like from, like, I even remember when I was super young, I was the kid that used to, you know, you used to phone in, you know, you used to phone in those competitions and you had to like sing and then like, I don't know, in my country we had those. 100%, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then back, remember you used to get those cassettes? I don't know, obviously, yeah. you know, you the, the little tapes. So I used to have a huge collection. This is before vinyl, huge collection of those. Obviously, I was like eight or something. Um, and, uh, yeah, when I was about just before going into school, um, I started my record collection. Um, but it was more like rock and roll, uh, Beatles, Jimi Hendrix. Thank you very much. Um, hold on. And then, yeah, I was in the choir. Uh, yeah, in school, in the school choir. Mm-hmm. So I used to, I was in there for a while, um, and dance as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Where am I going with this question? Yeah, your uh, your musical journey. Oh, sorry, I'm still going. Uh, but yeah, from Jimi Hendrix to electronic music. What, yeah. So basically, so I so then, then in school, like I was go- I was going to like all like the. Um, you know, all the, like the new, the, the, the events that were happening in our town. Cause I was kind of, I was seeing like back then an ex-boyfriend of mine who was a, like a big promoter in the country. So and he was like putting on all the techno events like from Australia. So I actually met, go, we'll go obviously going forward where I started production. It was through one of his artists that he actually brought from Houston, uh, which is now a very good friend of mine. Um, so yeah, so I, I was, I think I was 16 or so, and I was, you know, going to all these events and I was, there's actually, actually I met, he actually lives in Berlin. I think, um, Rolf Coleman. 
I don't know him. He's Moberly Record. So oh, yeah. Okay. So he. So like what? Like my and yeah, I was my friend. <laughs> he had vinyl in his house, so he was teaching me how to play. And but from how then, old were you then? I was seventeen. Oh yeah, yeah, seventeen then. And I uh, started to collect records. Um, I think I said to you, it was, you know, rock and roll. I was a huge rock and roll fan, um, mainly headbanger. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was in the school choir. And then I went, uh, when I got into Cape Town, I studied music uh, at a school there. Um, but then at the time, I was in another profession, so I couldn't do it fully, but I was kind of dabbling always throughout. And then when I moved to LA in 2014, I yeah I went to music school and studied a couple of times. And I also studied like um, with one-on-one uh, with the DJ rap uh, music production. She's old school um, music producer, DJ from uh, uh, UK. And yeah, it just kind of snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> Was there ever a moment where you felt like this is what I'm going to pursue? Definitely. In LA, when I was, I arrived in LA on a contract for uh, a profession I was in before. And it was like a big contract and it was like, any, you know, everyone's dream. Uh, well, uh, I was a model. Um, every model's dream to be with this agency and everything. And I literally got there and I just used this. If the agency ever sees this one day, they'll be like, that's why she just gave up, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, I was just like, no, I'm done. I'm using this. I literally, as I got there, I started with the agency. I did a few things and then I just went to music school and I kind of like to a point where I, that I actually left after like a year and I was meant to be on a contract for three years. And then I started playing and I just went full on to, and I used that. That was my opportunity because before I was traveling and I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do both. I always oh. feel like, especially when you're starting things, like you, if you want to give it a hundred percent, I feel like it's hard to give two big things a hundred percent. It's almost impossible. I feel, you know, mm. you know, I just, and I use that opportunity to, um, to go for it. And yeah. Yeah. The best thing. Well, I'm so happy. So yeah. Yeah. And you, it, it, sorry. It, it like this, it was my number one passion. You know, that, I think I would say that was more like a hobby, you know, kind of, but also from South Africa to like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not an easy country and, you know, people, you know, sometimes you can't leave. And like, I also for with modeling and stuff, I was able to travel and get out and see other things, you know, to, which was, I feel like, what's the word? Um, um, you know, like once in a lifetime experience, you know, it doesn't come often. So I don't like regret it, you know, but it definitely music is my passion. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's somewhere when you felt that you needed to choose between modeling and music, you felt like, no, music all the way. And you just, I don't even think I even thought to choose. I think it just naturally just went. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It just went, I was like, just, yeah. did you have a gig that made you feel like, fuck, I love this. I actually would, what for me, what I loved the most was the production part. Like I mm. went to Houston and I went to my the, the 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 artist that I met um, back in the day of when I was clubbing, you know, in, in Durban. Um, he's like, "Come to Houston." I was like, "He's got decks." I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna come. We're gonna like, I'm gonna come play and just you know mess about." And then like 
I got into studio with him for two weeks straight, did vocals, you know, did leads. I, he had his friend vocalist come in, like we worked together, we wrote all the, we made two tracks and I was like, I was like, what the hell? Like that's what made me fall in love with production. Like this, I, I was like mind blown, you know, it was, yeah. I can't even explain like the, the feeling like that I even got, it was like nothing compares. But going back to your question, you said, what did, what did you say about, uh, should I just wait? Um, so the shoe sing between, no? No, it was, oh God, no. Did I answer the question? I don't know. You have, you all, yeah, you answered them greatly. Okay. Very great. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm completely in it. <laughs> okay. I love it. But... <laughs> <laughs> I am. I think it's all no because you ask you oh um what made you decide like oh, if yeah. this is what you want to do and then I, I went on to the production thing oh, yeah. but no the DJ like oh which gig so yeah I did a I did have my first gig actually in Venice Beach mm. um was very small my friend's party and um yeah but I I've been like a bit I've had decks in my bedroom for years. So I was always, like my friend actually said to me the other day, she's like, Leanne, it's so funny because you said you're going to do this all those years. Actually, I was in Australia now. My friend, I hadn't seen her in eight years. And before that, I hadn't seen her. And she's like, you know, it's so crazy. You said you're going to do this. And you were like in your bedroom with your decks. And I was like, yeah, like it's, it's, it hasn't been, it's not like, an, you know, I didn't wake up and go, oh, I'm going to do this. It's been like a lot, many, many years from since I was 16, I would say, you know, mm. like yeah. it's been all this, it's like been a gradual, mm. you know, slow lease. And then obviously with my previous profession, I'd kind of ha- take a backseat, but it's always been there. Like, the, yeah. you know, we, we, like uh, when I said to you earlier, like I was in the scene with um, an ex-partner that I was with and he, you know, so I was, I was very lucky to experience like, you know, some of the world's bi- biggest, um, you know, DJs in like, their true form back then, you know, and you don't get that anymore. Like, mm. it's very, yeah, yeah it's, you just don't see that anymore. And I think it's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you have also, you said that you, sometimes in South Africa, it can be hard to leave and you always felt like you, you love to explore and like you've been living in a lot of different mm. places. What's something that makes you feel at home when you come to a place? Or do you feel at home in any place? Yeah, that's actually a that's actually a good question. I think I'm in so many places all the time. I've well, even in, like in my past, like I've always lived in different places. So I lived in LA, I lived in New York, I lived in Mexico, and like then living here and living in Jakarta, India, and I feel at one point you like you know you want to have one home base because I think it's also very important and it's like very grounding, but. I don't know. I feel like I can, even now I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I will be living there forever. Like I just feel, I think home is where you are. Right. I don't know. It depends. Not not necessarily. I think sometimes I've been to places and I'm just like, well, to me, if you would ask me this, I think it's where I feel I have like, you know, 
friends yeah. I guess and like something that I feel like I have some things to do that I feel like I'm con- a connection but would you, well, do you do you mean the places that I'm traveling in or the places that I'm you living lived in you've been uh, living in like but but also it can be travel yeah, too when I lived there yeah no, no yeah I wouldn't say it felt like home but I definitely get very you know deep and connected where, I, where I'm exploring like the architecture or the culture I get I dive deep in like in India I did some amazing incredible things that it's just like like mind-blowing what did you do like I <laughs> wow no I just did like spirit like spirit like I went to so like I did a lot of spiritual things and like it's quite intense like I went to this um it's like a temple where it's like a probably the size of this place and it's got all like holes in the wall but to get there you have to walk over graves like and then they give you like three ribbons. Um, on the way there, I was in a like this tuk-tuk and they knocked over a goat and I was crying and it was raining and it was so emotional. And then we got there and then I had to go through, I had to walk over these like sites, grave sites. And then oh, sounds like bad signs, but no, but no, but see where you're going. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, it's, no, it's no, it's not, no, it's not, it's not bad. And then eventually, so then you get to this, like it's temple like but it's got all holes the walls got holes and they give you three like colorful ribbons i think it was like red orange and yellow and then you have to find a spot like and everyone is pushing and there's like hundreds of people pushing and shoving pushing and shoving and it's so trim like i was like in tears but it was the most crazy like in not crazy the most amazing experience then eventually i found this little place and I duck down and I like and you have to make what you have to make three wishes and then it's like you know the the belief is that when it gets open it comes true but it's like it's a it's a like it's like a super spiritual thing in India that they do I don't understand it really like I think it sounds like (laughs) a crazy you know like an adventure for sure but it sounds like a maze like you're put in a maze and you're just finding your way out I don't know but it was it was and then I tired I was crying but if I tell you that experience that I had from the beginning from the hitting over the goat to doing to getting there people put it was so intense but but so incredible, if it, like. But not everyone hits a go. Hits a <laughs> no. no. <laughs> that's just <laughs> no. No, that was part of the day. I'm, I'm exactly. saying part of your day, exactly. But I mean, <laughs> sorry. No. <laughs> no man, you can't. <laughs> no. So, oh my god. No, but yeah, no, but I'm saying it was just, it was just insane. Anyway, like, but then yeah. <laughs> But obviously I did, but then for instance, like when I arrived, it was the God's birthday. The God? Yeah. You know, the, the, the Indian God, it's, uh. One of the gods? Yeah. Yeah. Ganesha. Ganesha. Yes. Oh, yes, how did yes. I know? And, um, yeah, it's a huge celebration for two weeks and the, like, I can't even explain it. Like no. I even, this, this little boy, he like put, like called me into his, his little house and he gave me this like banana with his biggest smile on his face. And yeah, I don't know. It was just. Yeah, I did a like just incredible, incredible experiences I've never experienced. In my, I know that sounds quite hectic. To I have friends that go, and I don't know if we like we maybe can leave this part out. But I have friends that go. You either you either like it or you don't. Yeah, you know it's very mm. intense. But what's the I, name of it? What the name of the retreat or the thing? 
No, no, I went to India. I just went there. I was, oh, okay. Because I was working. But the ribbons and everything. No, yeah, I need to. I will ask. The, um, no, it's like a specific. It's like a ritual. Not a ritual. What? I don't want to say the wrong word. because Retreat. No. No, it's like a. It's something that Spiritual. The people, people actually do. It's like what they believe in. Oh, yeah. And I went. This guy was taking me around and my friend to show us different things. And we just. Ah, yeah, okay, so, so sightseeing. <laughs> no, this was actually a, this is where people go to do something like real. It's okay, like, no, no, like it's not like a tourist doing it. No, no, no but no. I'm sure tourists will try. If, but I, I think it's a place where it's so local that maybe tourists don't know because I was taken by a local. Yeah, so okay. it's not like you must go do this um, experience. No, 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 no. no, it's not like that. It's okay. It's something like like if you want to go to the like the same as going to the church and. Doing something, it's like ah. what it's like a thing that they actually do, you know. Okay. They believe it, and they really like. It's like they do their wishes. Yeah, it's like a super. And, and what's what's the purpose? It should bring peace. No, mind? they put their three wishes. Ah, the three wishes, and then it, it, those wishes, when it gets untied, comes true. It's like was were any of your wishes about music? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't actually remember what I wish. No, I like I'm not gonna lie. Maybe that's a good thing. You forgot afterwards. They say you should forget, I guess. Yeah, maybe. At least sometimes. Well, I have my music tattoo, yeah. Believe. <laughs> Believe. But, uh, but no, 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 no. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I probably was, I don't know what I wished for. No. I would, it, was so, it was so, it was so, like the moment was just, but it was super beautiful. Like it was, I don't know. I, I can't even, it's, yeah, it was. Yeah. Amazing. And speaking of the um, uh, India and these uh, a bit uh, religious things, mm-hmm. have did you ever have a religion or a belief somehow? And if so, what was that? Um, or what is it today even? No, I'm not religious. I uh, grew up, my parents, my parents were never really like super religious. So we went to like a Methodist church, but just on Sundays, but it wasn't like, I didn't grow up in like a super uh, religious family. Um, my parents, my wife became religious like many years after. But yeah, I've I'm not religious, so I'm like more spiritual, more like Buddhism. Like you know, I don't. I obviously believe in high energy. Um, yeah, I mean that feels so natural if you if you work with music, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. you create, especially as a DJ. Yeah. If you don't believe in energy, it's hard to create a vibe, I guess. Yeah, there's definitely, like, definitely, like, a higher energy, you know, I think. Yeah. And and, and that energy could be, to every person, could be something different. Yeah. You know, to me, it could be this. To you, you could be that. It doesn't necessarily mean it's this, you know. No, yeah. Do you work with that somehow? Like, you know, do you have a practice? Do you have, like, a morning routine or something like this? Usually I meditate in the evening. Um, I listen to a meditation, like also a sleep meditation um, on this app. Um, and yoga. Yoga is amazing. Um, so that kind of also just gives you like that one time to just be present within yourself, right? Because in life it's very easy to just be like running all the time and, you know, not actually – stopping and smelling the roses if that makes sense 
Hundred percent. Yeah. And also, I was like, "Ah, oh, what did you do yesterday?" And you were like, "Ah, oh, I was in <laughs> Belgium, I think." Or, oh, before Australia, just before, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I know even right now. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's lots. Do you ever get used to that? Used to? Like, to that? Even my eyes twitching. It's like. <laughs> Is that stress? No, no, I don't. Maybe it's. I get it when I'm when I'm uh, sometimes when I have been. Uh, when it's been a lot for me for oh, some it, time. This eyes, like, it just I, I cannot flat. see it. No, 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 I just quickly well, did it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I get, get it when I'm a little bit, have been a little bit overwhelmed sometimes. Oh but then God. it ends, you know, it's nothing poo. Yeah. I also can get pain in my heart or like the muscles around the heart. Okay. okay. I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe, you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I always had it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. but speaking of like living a hectic lifestyle as we do, um, you meditate, you do yoga. Do you do anything more to feel that you are like present within the city you are at or the, you know, where you're heading and to, to be like, you know, cap, like to caught up on life kind of, you know, like catch up on, on, uh, on the hectic life pace. Oh, you mean like about exercise and stuff? Not really. I mean, meditation, I think is such a way of like how to, to just be present. No? Yeah. I think the meditation, so the evenings and I'm, um, I've been told to like, just do it like in like for five minutes, like breaks, you mm. know, some people journal, but I bet, and I'm bad journal. I'm trying because apparently it's super good for trauma as well. Oh, yeah. And I'm, still trying to get there with, with journaling it's I don't know I find it quite difficult but my friend was saying to me like Leanne like once you do it you'll be surprised what comes out and like I've been told you should do this and yeah so I'm getting there but yeah. the meditation like I, I battle to do those like during the day like five minutes because my brain is so active but the evening ones are easier for me and then if I go to yoga then I can really yeah but also being like fully you know, one with yourself is also like scary, you know, because you start like think like that's why even in yoga, like, it's so emotional because like the stuff that, you know, you, you don't, you, you know, you should be thinking of sometimes it's probably better for your health and whatever, you know, you should, you don't, cause you're just going. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so important, you know, um, but the, like, yeah. And then, yeah. Some people do like breath work and these things. Yeah. Like the Wim Hof. I used to do that. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I also used to, I used to do it in the in the lockdown. Yes, yes. <laughs> me too, me too. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I think it was helpful to just like fuck, you know, like relax. And the, the cold showers. Exactly. Yeah. I we were living the same life. Yeah. Well, what happened? Like now I'm like <laughs> I lie down to breathe. Like okay, I'm done. <laughs> it actually hurts. Like I, because because we don't breathe properly. No, exactly. If you actually take a real, do you know that I. I read like you know it's, it's a book it's called breath so you know breathing mm-hmm. some ailments that you, you know the ailments that you get when you're older or whatever is actually like you it, from not breathing properly like it, it's everyone breathes differently you know and the way like most of the time we're not breathing properly yeah but even if I do take a big breath it's like oh that hurts you but know? I mean you have been in a choir so there you learn how to breathe I thought yeah, the well, breath is so, such a big part of it's, singing. It's huge, but like, yeah, but that was also like long time ago. Long time ago, but even I did. I was doing um vocal lessons when I was living in LA, um, for a long time, and yeah, I just. I, but you know, so you, you do something for one thing, and you're running around life. And I don't know. I'm really bad with like applying, um, 
to remember to like you know to mm. to link the two you know but it's actually it's crazy like breath is everything it you is live and die by the breath it's, yeah and it's like and this babs this book it's called breath it's it's amazing yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah highly recommendation yeah okay good yeah uh, but actually breath is also what we what you mentioned i was gonna say it's uh, the breath work it's super emotional for some i think it's something linked to trauma too yeah because some people like it panic attacks by like it's a way on like yeah recalling no. them and also like um you can start crying and this like it never happened to me but i i hear it's common yeah it's like, no definitely yeah. like in yoga like i came back the other day and i even said i'm like i actually want to i was actually not scared but i was like i don't know if i want to go back to yoga because i was starting to get especially if i go early to the class like 10 minutes i'm lying there I get also emotional and I'm like, oh no, because then you're sitting with yourself like when you never do, you know, and I get so emotional. I was like, I don't know if I want to go back to yoga now because I like, it was so intense, but then it's actually, if you keep going and it's so, you know, it's you, you working on yourself because you, those are things you need to be doing, you know, mm-hmm. giving time to you and going through whatever is going through yeah. that you need to go through. Right. And it's been hard. Like life, you know, life is hectic. Yeah. Do you feel that the uh, that this hectic lifestyle is gonna be something you are gonna continue with for the long haul? You know, do you feel uh, happy traveling a lot, or do you feel like ah, well, I'm not gonna be able to do it forever? No, I think I'm naturally. I'm a go, go, go. I can tell. Like, I'm exhausted and I'm like, yeah. yeah. You, know? <laughs> you love it. You no, know, I'm just like, you know, I'm a bit crazy, but like, remember the kid in school, like crazy. It's just like, I don't know. I just, I think I, I thrive off. It's energies, right? It's just like, you know, I thrive off energies. I feel, um, <laughs> yeah. I feel, yeah, like I don't think, but also like, you know, they say, um, when you get older, you know, like if you just stop doing anything and then people, you know, don't pass away, it's because they've stopped doing things. I feel obviously not, not to be super crazy, 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 but, <laughs> um, but I'd always think, yeah, I think I've always, I think I'll always, um, like, uh, obviously it's, it'd be nice to have some time to go to the beach and stuff. No, wait, me <laughs> Wait, what was yeah, the question? Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. <laughs> no, just the, the, like the, the, the lifestyle, uh, you know, hectic lifestyle. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, 
I, I'm kind, yeah, I'm a go, go, go. Yeah. I really like, you know, exploring and I love learning and I mm. feel like you can never stop learning if it's music, if it's anything, right? Yeah. And there's so many things to explore and learn. So, yeah, I think fast pace, but also it's good to, you know, have the rest in between. But mm. it's, it's like – That'll, I think it'll, it'll all flow, like, it'll come together, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, it feels like you have always been, like, successful in what you've done somehow. That's the view you, you, I get. Like, I just, like, also, like, you know, you feel like you're definitely eating life up full. And <laughs> no, it's, so, it's so funny you say that because, no, because I'm, like, if I want to do something, like, I would just, I just do it, yeah. you know. But, um, it's, but like, it's because I'm competing against myself because I'm, like, Okay, no, like, I'm just, you know, this is what I want to do. But I'll, like, you know, to, to prove to myself that I can do it, you know, and like, be better and better. And I'm, But I just love to learn. And I love to, yeah, I just love to improve and, um, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, what's your view on success? Like, how to attain it? What's my view on success and how mm. to attain it? But success to everyone could be means something different, right? Success to one person could mean like married and happy family with four kids, or like so that's a tough one. But I feel like along the way, people, you know, you have like obviously failures, if you may call it. Not necessarily, it could not doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Um, but I also feel. Um, um, Failures on failures is more of a lesson. Like your tattoo. Ah, how yeah. do you know? <laughs> you know everything already. Um, yeah, no, really. But if you actually think of it logically, it's like never failure, always a lesson. It's like, you know. I love that. I think it's so, uh, it's. Because it makes you also stronger and it makes you, you know, In, like if if you've been you know fail like and I'm not using fail on the negative term but like it just makes you get up and you know go 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 it makes you stronger it makes you hungry it makes you motivated and then all that leads to success in, in whatever way success is whatever success means for you you know it like I said I think it could be mean could mean different to any like everyone differently right mm. um and to attain it you know I would say you know, just keep working, like, like working hard and being persistent is like, for me, that's the number, like that word is like, that's me in like a nutshell, mm. persistence. Um, and persistence, but can I ask, because being persistent, do you ever feel then that, uh, like, did you ever feel like quitting or did you ever feel like it's really tough right now? Yeah. Sometimes like, yeah. Like, and then you just push yourself or how do you work in those? Situations? No, there has been times definitely like, Like, oh, I can't do this. You know, everyone goes through that. It's I think it's normal and natural. Yeah, what but... happens in you then? What do you mean? Like Like what happens? How does your uh how are your thought patterns when you are in a challenging moment? Do you just like motivate yourself to keep going? Do you take a break? Do you, you know? Oh, like if I'm working. No, if you feel like you're struggling for some reason with motivation. Yeah, and you yeah. feel like, fuck, this is really tough right now. I don't know if I can do it. Do you then take no, a break? No, I just, yeah, like I I think I just, so, like I have been pushing me, I'm like, I can't do it. I could like, you know, like crying, like, and you're just like, you can't do it anymore. But then I, that little thing on like my head is like, 
you know, you can do it because I feel like, you know, the, also your mind is such a powerful thing. It's like that time when you're going through that, it's just your mind like tricking you, I feel, you know, what's just like not tricking you, but you know what I mean? I, I feel I just overcome it. Yeah, I, mean, I take a break. Like if I'm, if I'm working in the studio, I'll take a break. Um, I live in the park, so like right on the park, so I take a break. But um, no, but it, it, we all have this, these little things on our shoulder, like you can't do it, you can't do it, you know, and it's just like it's just about – I don't know, willpower and just like, you know, if you want something so bad, like, I don't know where I'm going with this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, you know, I maybe should have read those questions. (laughs) (laughs) We have now come to the part of the podcast where if you are or want to become a Patreon and support our work and what we do, as well as get more juicy material, Go to patreon.com slash playfulmagazine. And in this extra material, we're speaking to Leanne about what focus does for the career choice, how one can think when feeling lost and not having a clear path, and what she thinks is missing in the techno scene at the moment. Listen to it to go to patreon.com slash playfulmagazine. You know deep inside of yourself somehow that you want to, so you take a break and then you find the way again. Yeah, I just think I just think you know having those doubts. Yeah. it's more of a doubt. Like I can't do this. It's life. So take because it's you know, it's I'm sure it's a natural thing. It's just a doubt, and then you just got to pull yourself out of it and get cracking because, you know, like if you don't do it, no one else is going to do it. You know, you got to, you just have to, right? Yeah. But then it's just also, that's also just like a, a doubt and a doubt is always going to be there, you know, in everybody, you know, it's, you just got to be like, you know, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, yeah. you know, it's, I think it's part of life, right? I think it's, yeah, definitely. it's a, kind and of a natural way. And the voice will keep getting uh, smaller and smaller the more you learn how to handle it, right? Like yeah, the, yeah. the more you, uh, but yeah, like, it's all about, it's, it's just about, like, I feel like your mind, like work, like yoga, like just working on yourself and getting yourself, you know, you only have one temple, right? And just, if you can get your mind like healthy and your mind strong, like anything is possible. Like, even if you have that, you go, Ugh, no, move on. And it's just such a powerful thing. Like I, since I've stopped drinking, I know, like we spoke about this earlier, like I can't explain my mind is like, you know, before last year I was, yeah, it was. Yeah, not, let's go there. So you've pretty. been sober for six months. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. Was there a decision where you decided like, "Fuck, I'm going sober"? Was there a day or you know? Well, I've been trying to for like a long time, mm. and because Algolia doesn't agree with me, and I decided like six months ago, okay, I'm going to do a cleanse, like just two months. And I started drinking non-alcoholic gin and non-alcoholic um, beer while I was at like the clubs. Like actually, Berlin has an amazing non-alcoholic gin, super good. Oh, really? Um, and um, I was having these alternatives, so I was having like the taste and the action, but no um, reward. You know, no. Or like- ah, maybe that's not a reward. <laughs> it can be a reward, but for me, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> Again, it could, you know, yeah. But for many people, it is, you know, like the, feeling. the feeling of, uh, that's the addiction of alcohol, right? Like the feeling of the reward, the feeling of calming down, the feeling of, you know. For me, it's like d- dizzy, like the feeling of, you know. Like, yeah, some people really enjoy like zooming out of life a little yeah. bit because life is freaking intense sometimes, yeah. right? True, true, true. Um, yeah, I just... 
Yeah, I didn't, but I think I didn't, that feeling, I didn't obviously in these two months realize that I actually didn't like that feeling. I'm like, I like more of like the taste and the action, you know, and not the feeling. And yeah, it's just, it was two months and then it was like so good. Like my mind, my work, my energy, just everything was just so clear that I was just, I'll, I don't know. I even said to myself, I can't believe I didn't do this sooner. But again, it's like everyone's different, right? So mm. was it easy for you to quit? Yeah. Yeah. From one day to another and you were like. It re like I actually, like it's going to sound crazy, but I actually it was super easy. Like I was saying to someone the other day, I said it was like, I can't even like, and then I was saying to my other friend because they're, they're trying to stop and they said it's super hard. But again, I think, but also alcohol and it was, it was making me behave in ways that was really bad. So like I had, like, I really had to get my shit together. If that makes sense. You know, my friends can go out and drink and have, you know, be normal. Like alcohol, like, like does something in my it brain. Flipped something in you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had to be like, you know, you need to try this or so it was, so that it was a mind thing. And like, it wasn't like I just, You know, it was like, it was a serious, it was a serious thing from like trauma. Like it was becoming, and then last year it was really bad after I went, like I went through a lot, uh, last year. Um, and it just got worse. And I was like, so it like had to like be Like on the private life. Oh yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So my mom passed away. Um, and yeah, I just, it just got worse, especially with the drinking. Then the stuff that would come out, like it was insane. Like I had to. Yeah. Like. And Yeah. Yeah. Did you keep on working in your normal pace after? I actually think I worked more. Yeah. I worked so much that I was like last year, I was like in the studio, like 18 hours. I wasn't eating. I was just working. Like it was really bad. That was really unhealthy. Like, yeah. Trying to think of something else to deal, like too much emotions to deal with at once. So distracting yourself somehow. Yeah. Or? I think I just used that energy again, energy, like, from the negative into just, which is maybe like I was neglecting myself because it was really bad. People were really worried. And then also the drinking on top of it. So it was a lot. And, um, yeah, just channeled the energy and I'm still doing that. I'm still not, I'm still not, I'm still not processing that really, to be honest. So I'm still channeling the energy. I'm finding my time slowly, but yeah, maybe that's why it's hard for you to journal then. Because you're like, yeah. I'm not ready. You no, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Some some things like need to take time. Yeah, and right. you know, like does, you know, even if it's like one year, it's still short. You know, that is short. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just was like some like some people even say, yeah, like Leanne, like you know, and all that stuff I accomplished. Maybe it, it, and again, it was, that could be a good thing, but it also was, I was also not being healthy to myself, but that's also stopping the drinking. Now going back to yoga and doing, you know, being more kinder to yourself. It really is the most important thing. Because if you, you know, if you don't have your health, what do you have? Right. You have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. Oh yeah. Yeah, do you think a lot about like what you eat and these things to to be able to keep on with the lifestyle you have? Because I hear that a lot. Like a what lot of eat? yeah, that a lot of touring DJs they are like suddenly they need to like stay to a certain food schedule. I'm actually to be honest, I'm eating really bad. I'm yeah. really bad. Like airport food. Like today, I just had like a 
uh, a bagel and a banana. That's yeah. It. Just, yeah. Okay. So you are not there yet. No, no. I'm, yeah. I need to be more. Like some but people I, cook, like they put portions of like, you know, I don't know, vegan food in small boxes and they bring them with them. But I think a lot of people also are gluten intolerant. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense. But, um, no, but I need to start doing that because I go to the airport. There's like nothing to buy. It's no, like, it's I'd, really I'd rather shit. not eat than eat that. Yeah. You know? So uh, maybe I should start doing the um, packaging. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. But if you wouldn't be a musician, what do you think you'd do? Criminologist. I was actually going to say, first, I wanted to be an archaeologist. But then a criminologist and also... Um, <laughs> Um, could you ask me? You asked me what I would do if I wasn't doing if I wasn't doing music, music. criminologist, lawyer, like okay, yeah. But also uh, the other one was it was gonna be a therapist because I feel as much as it was never on the cards, but I just feel like people always just come to me and I love to I love it. I think I do. That's a passion. I love. People come to me like a therapist would and I just give it the advice and I really have a passion for that. It's crazy because I didn't think I had, I didn't think I did until last so year. So people come to you a with lot of, And a lot of art, artists that I've never met and I absolutely mm-hmm. love helping and giving advice and like it's it's insane. Like, what I won't, advice I won't, do you give? Right? I won't go too in-depth because, you know, it's a lot of people have come to me with things and I just feel I really have it like a deep passion to do that. But with the criminologist and lawyer, like I've always, I've always like crime and it's been my passion as well. So I'm like, I'm a bit of a psycho when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah. yeah. What, what advice do you give them? <laughs> like if someone comes to and they're like, fuck, I feel so lost. I don't know. Because this is, some... it depends what the question is. Yeah, but yeah, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a good question that I actually heard yesterday from a friend. Okay. So she was like, I feel lost, you know, like I, my work is uh, within writing and suddenly I don't get any jobs because AI is taking over a lot of the, uh, uh, and I feel like I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, this is what I know how to do. And suddenly there are no jobs, like freelance jobs. And she works for really big magazines and is really, really talented. And she's like, I feel lost. What would you say? Like, how could you find a passion or like you know, what could you do to, to trigger yourself into becoming passionate, finding a purpose? Oh, she's not passionate anymore. She cannot. Yeah, no. Oh, but if, if, if someone's like lost their passion, then yeah, that's like. Go get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Go get a new passion. No, I always say like the first thing I say is like, what, what, are, what do you, like, what do you like? What do you enjoy doing? Like I have a friend also, she's saying she doesn't know, she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't think, but I said like, just write down three things that you like to do. It doesn't have to be a passion. doesn't have to be a hobby. Just that you like doing. If it's brushing your horse's hair or, you know, anything, just write them down. And you start for, You start that simple. What do you like to do? You know, and you work and you start there. It's, that's, yeah. it's that easy, you know. Yeah. Not that easy. That's um, where you can start. And yeah. Like, Actually, what do you enjoy? Because I think it's so important, you know, back in the day when we, like, you know, when you're young, you're like, okay, you must be a lawyer. You must be this. 
but then you know it's always this, there's also there's always that saying you know you you, you 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 love your job where most people you know don't like their job because they're just doing it because they've been doing it for many years or they their mom told them them you know that's, I'm talking about back in the day now it's different now people just do and I feel like to do your like if you can have if your job can be your passion as well like why not you know yeah. and it's not like you know it has to be boring or it has to be you know, you can make something out of it if you want, you know, it's like... The best advice I ever got from anyone was from a woman who told me when I felt lost, she was like, always do what you think is fun. And someday that's going to lead to something. Like, it's, yeah. it's possibly not going to be the thing you envision or, you know, but it's going to lead to something that is even better. If you just follow what you always, like, what you think, like... Do a course for something that you're with something that you're interested in, just like you know, like yeah, yeah. exactly. Like do a course. Like my friend during um, lockdown, she was struggling, and you know, she ended up doing like a lot of self online self help courses. I even did some with her to like help her through some things, and I also took I also some course, and it's just like it's so it's like why not? You know, I feel like knowledge is power I guess and I feel yeah if you if you enjoy something you can and it's also never too I feel like it's never too you know late to start anything no no matter what you know definitely you mentioned a lot that you're competing a lot with yourself and to me that implies that you're maybe not comparing yourself too much to others but you're you're focused on like where you want to head and you're like to improve yourself more. yeah I, th- I think like obviously you're gonna look at because it's like, like human nature right but when i say like competing in myself is because you can always i think you can always improve you know you can always be a better version of yourself so why should i be looking at somebody else to be like to compare when you you because when i can just better myself come to to where i was you know i don't know but i also have a different mindset sometimes of that maybe it doesn't make sense to it other people it does make sense oh, okay definitely okay and but I, obviously it's saying oh, like you always as human nature we're always still going to look like to the side like it's just normal and it's also like not saying i've never compared you know we all go through those moments you know especially you know in in life you know we all go through those moments it's not like um unnatural um but I like to always just bring my focus back to you know kind of what I stand for and just like better myself and better to be better than what I was you know just learning more and like I said like you can always learn like there's so much to learn like you can never stop learning especially in music you can never stop learning yeah this is one thing like you you also mentioned that you have uh, been a model Mm -hmm. and I know uh, some other female DJs who have worked as models before it's a topic that they prefer not mentioning often because like some men in the scene can claim that the success yes is because of the looks um what's your view on this well this is the thing I was like before I was asked and I was like oh I don't want to speak about it but because people, it's like, oh, how can you be a model and a techno artist? You know, like I see like horrible comments, horrible comments. Oh, just this, oh, she was a model before. And like, so what does it mean? Like you can't like have like more passions or more talent. Like, you know, people like, I don't know. I Are just skaters and DJs. Oh, there's, we, we could name millions of different things, right? Yeah. But um in this industry, it's very frowned upon. Oh my God, she's a model. Maybe, I don't know. Like I just have always been scared. So 
most people like with my following, right? So I've got a lot of my, obviously I've built up a following with music in the last couple of years, but my base of my followers were from my previous profession. And I'm sure people were like, oh, how does she, I've even been told by like, many many not many i don't say many um in the beginning of my career it was like in 2019 when i was kind of in the european scene i remember like somebody was like oh like i wanted to send my tracks i'm not mentioning names but to my tracks um to this label and they were like oh we don't sign like instagram models and i was like what like i'm not an instagram but also i had all these followers i just started it like looks and then, I, but then also I'm like, well, why? And I've always had to feel like I need to maybe explain to people, okay, well, this is why I've had these followers because of this profession. Because most people in the music industry maybe see me like, oh, she just got on the scene. How does she have this? And then I'm like, I always felt so like I wanted to cry. Like it was horrible. And I've always wanted to like, um, yeah, I just like, like cannot speak about it. But then I also feel like, why do I also need to explain myself? And I've heard a lot of stories like, oh, well, you know, this girl that didn't want to like, I don't know, say something about you because of the follow. It's been a thing. Like, I'm not even kidding. And I'm like, like how shallow are people? And it's like, you don't know what I've done before. Like, you know, like, and I had a very successful career and I don't regret it. And it was amazing. And it's got me to where I am now. You know, why, what does it make a difference? And I think, I think I wanted, like before I was like, oh, don't ask me, don't tell me, I, that, don't ask me what I did before. I was like this up until a couple of months ago. Now I'm like, why must I keep, why must I not be proud of that? You know, just because I was model doesn't mean I'm a good, I'm not a good artist or good producer. Like that doesn't even make any sense. What you, you just born to do one thing in your life. It's crazy. Yeah, I actually got goosebumps. Just I'm so, it makes me so upset. Yeah. Actually like, yeah. It's, it's because it's the sexism. And the thing that women have heard all the time is like, you know, the way you are dressed, it's implying that you want something. That's another thing that is not so far away from this topic, actually. But why is it? Why is it such a thing? But even like, you know, like, like even off, like, but I've never been one to like wear, um, like, you know, like a lot of showing a lot of skin, right? And if you were... But trust me, like, even if I wanted to, sometimes I've been very careful, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, because I was a model. And then it's like a big thing. So it's like, it's. but I would love to know why, why, what is this problem with techno and model? What is the problem? What is the problem? Maybe there has been people that I don't even know of that's maybe, you know, gone out and maybe used that. But that's not even an RC. I don't see no. that. Maybe that's in, I don't know, somewhere else. But maybe they, you've, I'm sure there has been people that have used that to do that. I think but it's you, just simply sexism. Yeah. It's, I, in my opinion, it's nothing short of, like, it's just a way. It's so, like, like honestly, it's funny you ask me because, like I never like, and it's like other people don't want to talk about it because it's people like, I don't know, but like what, I don't I don't see what, why it makes, why you can't be talented in more than one thing. And anyway, they're both art. Like it's not the same job, but it it's, you know, it comes from the same form. It's the, you know, it's, 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 it's from the you know artistic, they're both art, you know, in different ways. Like. I don't know. It's very strange. Mm, and yeah. But now I'm like, you know what? But obviously, like, even if people say, but if, if you always see, if you hear me, I always go from my previous profession. Like, and I, I'm so used to saying that. I don't say, oh, I was a model. I'll say, over oh, my previous profession. But it's like, 
why it's mm. it, but it's, you just like now nah, it's like i'm trained to do that because it's, i'm so i was so scared to mention it but yeah it doesn't it doesn't it's not logical how can one person be born only have one talent okay so you're born you only have one talent that's it you know and it's never the same like comparing something when a woman has uh, looks and skills it's always always very intimidating i feel because then it's like like Oh, but but being a model like doesn't it? Sorry, to interrupt you. Doesn't what that is? You know, like people. It's not. It's not easy. You don't just go stand there and look. It's it's. You have to be get into character. Like you can be the most beautiful person and not be a good model. It doesn't necessarily mean a model. So it's also rubbish. It's like it's work. It's hard work. It's talent. It is of not course. Of like, course, yeah, know? but I think like this is something that is obvious to everyone who they just think, oh, she's pretty, she's a model. No, it's no, not that easy. It's only a way how to another way to control women, you know, to 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 talk about it as something that's that's like you know, <laughs> this is only a way to push people mm. down who are successful and good at what they do and who have high standards and high goals and achievements, you know. Yeah, it's only because the thing is. If I ask you how many women use that against you and how many men? Yeah. Like to be honest, I don't I've ne- I don't really speak about it, so I don't I just know not to. Yeah. You know, because well, with this, per, and it's actually like a really, yeah, you will know who she is, but it's like more like from the older era. And she was just like, yeah, I, no, I don't sign Instagram models. And I was so like, that's, I think where it started. And I thought, oh my God, I'm on, I'll never mention I'm a model ever again. And this was right in the beginning. Oh, and that was a woman. Really? That's so I'm like it's not fucked up because she's also living in a patriarchal yeah society. and, and, and she's actually a well-respected artist and it's actually really upsetting it is and I hope upsetting. I meet her one day and because her because she basically just judged judged me from um you know because and I was never an Instagram model that's a total different ball game to change it oh I'm gonna sneeze it's too, um, a hay fever <laughs> to change it it takes Women like you who stand the ground, who show that you have talent and that you were a talented model as well, you know, and who just speaks about it. I think that's what we need to be able to change this sexist bullshit. Because why can men be good looking and high achievers? And I bet they don't say, oh, you're an Insta model. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) Um, Honestly, like... You know, it's like it it got me to where I am today and I don't regret it. And yeah, it was, yeah, I just, but I always felt like so ashamed, you know, like, and why should I feel ashamed? Like, it was, you know. You rocked it. It was like, it took me, also I come from a little town, like, re, like not like the best area in like the middle of like nowhere, you know, it's very hard to like, you know, and, you know, that gave me the opportunity to, you know, spread my wings and explore the world and live in all these crazy places and amazing places and, and meet these amazing people and just, and, you know, grow from that and become more, you know, street smart and just everything like, like, why would that's part of my journey, you know, if it wasn't for that, 
I wouldn't, I would, you know, wouldn't have, you, like, I would, nothing wouldn't, this all wouldn't have happened, you know? So you carved your so way. So now you're saying, oh, you're yeah. a model, but that was actually, you know, you don't know where, you don't know people, you know what's upsets me? No one knows people's lives and what they've gone through, what they've been through or what they're going through. And they just love to just judge. And, you know, it's just people. It's what it is. Mm. But that's why, yeah, I just gotta, yay to the change. <laughs> it should be like, yeah. At least it's changing slowly, but sometimes I feel like hearing some somehow you decided two months ago that you're not going to be ashamed of it. Yeah, because I was asked the question as well, and then I thought, oh, you know what, I'm just going to... Because also I feel like, you know, there were little things that I heard about, like, my followers, and I thought, like... But then I thought, like, I actually wanted to, like, do, like, a post and, like, talk about my past. But I actually was thinking, and now, but then somebody says to me, but Leanne, you don't need to explain yourself. But I was like, but then you get into pressure, you know. Um, but, yeah. Um, no, you're awesome. You're awesome. And, I mean, what you said, like, I mean, it's just, it's not like someone is carrying you out of your house and fanning you. And that you're just, like... <laughs> And the picture is like, yeah. you know, <laughs> come on. Anyways. It's so funny. Anyways, moving on. It's either this or it's that. This is this or that. All right, so this is the this or that question. So you answer like one of the alternatives or both or none, but preferably it's one. Okay, choose one. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's easy. All right. <laughs> Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sweet or salty? Mm. Sweet and salty depends on my mood, but let me go with salty today. Yeah. Cigarettes or joints? Cigarettes. Tokyo or Tulum? Tokyo, but I've never been. I me neither, but I would. Say <laughs> but but I've been to Tulum and I'll yeah, it's overpriced, <laughs> and yeah, it, yeah, Tokyo for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, front row raver or VIP area? Front row raver. Yeah. Why did it take so long? <laughs> Sometimes no, just... yeah, it depends because it's like. Okay, if I feel like a cigarette, maybe I'd like to be in the VIP. <laughs> you know, because sometimes you can't. Because when was I recently, you could like, oh, Australia. Because I, I don't smoke. Like, I've stopped smoking. I was smoking, like, a lot. And then, but I like to have a cigarette after I play. And I was like, in Australia, you can't smoke anywhere. And I'm like, what? So imagine, like, if I would, if, in that situation, I would be VIP. But maybe prefer you couldn't smoke there anyway. But yeah, anyway, carry okay. on. <laughs> uh, psychology or spirituality? Spirituality. Tinder or meeting at a bar? Meeting at a bar. Yeah. Religion or atheism? Excuse me? A religion uh, or atheism? Like atheism? Atheism, A yeah. Religion atheism. or atheist? Yeah, religion or atheism, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you can say none. Oh, I can't say none. Okay. Yeah, well, atheist is like, yeah, none. None. YouTube or Netflix? Oh, I think I boycott Netflix now, so I'm going to go with YouTube. Yeah. Because ne Netflix is like not a lot of rubbish on at the moment. There's like nothing. But YouTube, yeah, YouTube. YouTube. 
Daytime or nighttime raver? Daytime. Daytime. Thank you so, so, so much. <laughs> this was it for Playful Podcast this week. But please follow, subscribe and listen to our next episode. And if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests, follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests. Thank you so much for joining and see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.